0: Thanks so much for watching or listening to the Jesus Family Orientation Series. This is episode 5 about family serve days. The whole idea behind the Jesus Family is to build a New Testament church based off of the model we see in Acts chapter 2. So in the last episode, we talked about family dinners. And in the next episode, we're going to be talking about family reunions. But in this episode, we're talking about family serve days. And like everything else, it comes from the example that we see in the book of Acts. So we are going to talk about why they're important, some examples of family serve days, and where we get the resources to be so generous. But first, let's talk about why family serve days are so important. Well, first and foremost, it's because we see it in the book of Acts. Two specific times in Acts chapter 2 and Acts chapter 4, you see examples of believers giving to anyone that had need, even to the point of selling their own possessions and goods and distributing it to those who were in need at the moment. And you see in Acts chapter 6, you see an example of uh, food distribution going to those who did not have enough food. And then even later on in Paul, in Peter's ministry, you see them interacting about the need to remember the poor and to give to the poor. So this idea of serving others and serving the needy is something that comes very, very Uh, early in the in the church even from the very beginning and the reason it's there is because it reflects the heart of the father meaning when Jesus came to reintroduce us to God and to teach us a new way to interact with God through this new covenant the overarching or the driving metaphor he used was the idea of a father that God is our Heavenly Father and when you look at it from that perspective, it actually makes a ton of sense. For instance, I have four kids of my own, and I want all of my kids to, to love each other and to take care of each other. And if I've got three out of the four kids that are you know, getting along, but they're excluding the fourth, well, my heart is naturally drawn to that fourth And my other three kids can come up to me and say, hey, we want to spend time telling you how great you are and how wonderful you are and how grateful we are for all the things you've done for us. Well, my natural inclination as a father say, hey, that's great that you want to spend so much time telling me about me, but I'd rather you go and take care of your sibling. I want you to be kind to them, to include them, to take care of them in their moment of need. Well, I think our Heavenly Father is looking at us as Christians the same way. It's great that we want to come and gather together and tell Him how great He is, but there are hurting children all around us, and His heart is drawn for them, and He wants our hearts to be drawn towards them as well. And that's what Family Serve Days do. So Family Serve Days are important because it reflects the heart of our Father. Family Serve Days are important because they grow us and they grow us together. You will find a whole new level of your maturity and your growth in faith in your relationship with Jesus when your faith moves past just sitting and learning more truths that you kind of input into your head. But when you move past that to actually putting it Uh, into practice. You put hands and feet on the love of Jesus by showing it towards others. You will find your heart growing, your empathy growing, your ability to have compassion on others growing when you actually, you know, rub elbows with with hurting uh, people out there and you show them the love of Jesus. And in the same way, your faith will grow together as a Jesus family when you serve. The whole idea of fellowship in the New Testament, it has this idea of common interests and unity and commonality together, but it also has this idea of sacrifice and service. And so the illustration I use is like it's a sweaty huddle on the football field. There's a bonding that takes place only when there's sweat and blood involved, when there's sacrifice and serving. So you will find a a new level of closeness with your Jesus family members when you serve alongside them. So it's important in that aspect as well. And family serve days are important is because it convinces the unconvinced. Lord knows there are enough bumper stickers and business cards and t-shirts telling the world that Jesus loves them. What they need is not just another billboard, but they need actually hands and feet to live out that love of Jesus. When you see in the book of Acts, all these skeptics gathering around to hear the disciples, it always happened because something happened. In Acts chapter 2 is because the disciples were speaking in other languages. In Acts chapter 3, a crowd gathers because Peter and John healed a person who had been uh, paralyzed and lame. And when we serve others, something happens and people are going to take notice. Now, a good question might be, okay, well, when we serve others, is that going to you know, rise to the level of, of signs and wonders and miracles. Well, we'll circle back to that. But family serve days are incredibly important. Next, I want to talk about some examples of family serve days. And this is where it gets fun because there's no one right way to serve others. Some examples might include finding someone in your community who uh, needs some help financially. And so you might buy them groceries or you might help with a utility bill um, because you know their story and you know that they need some help. James, the half brother of Jesus, told the earliest church that, "Hey, religion that God our Father accepts as pure and faultless as this, to take care of orphans and widows in their distress. So maybe it's finding children in need, or maybe there's someone a shut-in who lives at the edge of town, and and maybe she needs help with some yard work, or she needs her gutters replaced, or something that you can do to to bless them. So there are a, a lot of different ways that you can serve and bless others. It's finding someone." in your community, with the need, and then meeting that need. and The goal behind Family Serve Days is not just to pick up trash on the side of the road or to organize a food pantry or, or a clothes closet, even though those are noble things. We Many times when we serve, we like to stay anonymous. But what we want to try and do is we want to try to actually interact with others soul to soul. So do something, find a way to serve in a way that directly impacts someone and they know that you're impacting them so that you can bless them but more importantly that they can bless you through the relationship, through the gratitude and maybe through some conversations about faith in Jesus that comes up out of your ability to serve them. And so that's one of the reasons why the size of a Jesus family is is perfect for serving others. If you've got a church of 100 people, you can't shove them all into a small, you know, apartment to, to take care of something in that apartment to do something around the house. But you can take a family, Jesus family of eight people or 10 people, and you can bless a single household. And so Jesus family serve days are designed for you to bless an individual or an individual family. Now, it doesn't have to be every single month. It could be twice a month. It could be every other month. It doesn't have to be the same day every month. It doesn't have to be every other Thursday. You know, it—it's we just use this idea of, hey, once a month, make sure that on your radar, you're not just gathering together and enjoying each other's company, but at least once a month, you've got someone on your radar that you're, uh, you're seeing their need and you're meeting their need and you're blessing them. So that leads to another great question. Where do we find them? How do we find people that God wants us to serve? Well, the easiest way is through your Jesus family. Who do you know? Who's in your circle of of influence that you know that that has a need that you can meet? A critical part of your Jesus family dinners is to pray. A great prayer would be, God, would you show us people that we can uh, serve, needs that we can meet? This whole idea of being led by the Spirit is what will lead you and who will lead you to those in need. When we're led by the Holy Spirit, don't be surprised when the Spirit always tends to lead us towards people in the margins, people who are hurting, people who need to uh, to see and experience the love of Jesus. So pray and then watch and see who God brings into your into your life that you can meet. And that's what it means to be led by the Spirit as you ask Him to lead you to those in need. Now, let's circle back to this whole idea of miracles. Because it may not seem, when you're paying somebody's light bill or you're buying somebody's grocery or you're mowing someone's lawn or you're helping someone out in some way, it might not seem like a miracle to you. But something important to remember is that miracles are always in the eye of the beholder. Here's what I mean by that. If you took someone from the 1800s and you brought them to today and you showed them a smartphone, they would think that's a miracle. Or if you went to the the Amazon rainforest and you found a tribe of people who had never interacted with the rest of civilization in thousands of years and you flew them on a plane, they would think that's a miracle. But today we think of that as commonplace because we're used to it. So miracles are always in the eye of the beholder. So you blessing and serving someone may not seem like a miracle to you, but you never know how it's going to be interpreted by those that are being blessed and being served. There have been numerous times in ministry that I've experienced this where I was reaching out to somebody or I was you know, trying to do something nice and kind. And for me, it was just trying to do the right thing, trying to do what pastors are supposed to do. But for them, they interpreted as, Pastor, you didn't know how you know, low I was or I, I just prayed that God would send me somebody and 10 minutes later, you called. And for me, it might not have been a miracle, but for them, it was interpreted as a miracle. So as we serve and as we bless and we just show the love of Jesus in a tangible way towards others, don't be surprised when signs and wonders and miracles start to happen. And that's when people's lives can be transformed. When our message is backed up with uh, with action and with God doing what only God can do. So the last question I want to talk about Family Serve Days is, where do we get the resources to be so generous? Well, that's the ingenious part of the Jesus family. It's you. There's not some big fund out there that you can tap into to get someone else's money to be generous. This is designed for you with your resources in your Jesus family to be generous towards others. We've said it that way from the beginning. A lot of times in a typical church setup, a certain percentage has to go towards overhead. You have to pay for the buildings, you have to pay for the staff, and then hopefully there's a good portion left over to be generous and bless others. Well, we've decided to cut out that middleman because we don't have any overhead. We're not paying for staff, and we're not paying for buildings. And actually, we don't want your money. We've said this before. We'll say it again. We don't want you to send it to us because we don't want the hassle. We want you to take the resources from your Jesus family and find ways to bless others in your community. So organize it amongst yourselves. Bless others among the way that you want to bless them. And that's how we serve and bless others. And that's, that's how it was designed from the very beginning. In the next episode, we're going to be talking about family reunions. Don't miss that one. Those are going to be a blast. Keep watching or listening. Thanks.